Will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we thank you that the waiting is over, that the light has broken through into our dark world. Lord, we thank you that in you there is redemption, in you there is forgiveness. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for becoming a little boy in order to save us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it's been wonderful to, to sing of the Christmas story and to, to hear, hear the story. I just want to share just a little bit before we continue on this morning. And uh, that is, I wonder, have you ever wondered what it would be like? I mean, wasn't that song beautiful, Kathy? I was just really moved by, by your singing. It was, it was wonderful and really tied in with the, the video and the sense of what it was really like. It would have been quite difficult. It would have been quite hard uh, on that, that night. And yet, in, in a way, the world back then was a lot simpler. Uh, we've made uh, this world, at the moment, very complex. Have you ever wondered, for example, what Jesus would think of the modern uh, job market? I mean, back then, jobs were pretty straightforward, right? You had fishermen, and they fished, and you had... You had uh, shepherds, shepherds were in the story. You had farmers, you had uh, stonemasons, carpenters. Uh, well, you had tax collectors. Probably wasn't a great career move if you wanted to have friends. I guess if you didn't want to have friends and you wanted to be lonely, tax collecting was the way to go. Um, but there were, uh, what else was there? It's kind of, oh, you could, you could be a Roman soldier, uh, that was kind of really about it. Uh, and, yet to, and, and you kind of knew what those jobs were, right? A, a fisherman, they, they fish. And tax collector, they tax, take collect. But today's modern job market, I don't know, sometimes you come across some jobs and you go, what even is that? And is that even necessary? I don't know. I, I just did a bit of a Google. I just went on to a couple of job sites uh, this week and I just came across a couple that maybe you could help me with. Uh, a people operations generalist. <laughs> got, no, got no idea on that one, sorry. Um, a coordinator of interpretive teaching. That's an interesting job. A chief technical evangelist. Is that like a church job or, or is it a technical job? I don't know what's going on there. Um, a, a conversation architect. Um, a dynamic social integrator. Again, not really sure about what that means. And, and I think this, this is actually becoming quite popular in, in our world where things are quite sad and people are getting really stressed. People are employing happiness officers. There you go. I, I came across some other really interesting ones. Do you know that there's actually a scuba diver pizza delivery man? <laughs> there's an underwater hotel and they deliver pizzas to it. And so there's a scuba diver man who delivers those pizzas. Um, kids, you'd love this one. Do you know there's such a thing as a deodorant tester? <laughs> or a dog food tester? Oh, that'd be interesting. And you've heard heard the phrase about how hard it is to watch paint dry. Do you know you can actually be a paint dryer watcher? There's a paint company that employ people to paint on cardboard and watch it change colour or if it how fast it dries. Pretty pretty crazy. 
Um, there's all sorts of weird and wonderful jobs. Do you know you can be a professional bridesmaid? Or you can be a professional um, guest at a wedding. You can be a professional cure to be in line for somebody else. There's some strange jobs out there. Um, and probably one of my favourite ones that I was maybe thinking about changing careers, you can be a professional sleeper. In fact, I came across a great video during the week, um, thanks to the Facebook algorithms, I think it probably just came up. Uh, if, if you've got a teenager who's perhaps a little bit, you know, they don't have a little bit of get up and go, not, not really much initiative, um, you know, they don't like getting up in the morning, then maybe this job might be for them. Fantastic. Give me that job. (laughs) The thing about careers and jobs, though, no no matter how old we are, no matter where we start, I think for the vast majority of people, there is this desire to always be stepping up in our career. Is that right? There's this desire to not be where we entered into the job market, but we want to study, we want to get more qualifications, we want to get more experience in order that we might step up into a next level. We might be promoted, we might climb the corporate ladder. So I've got, it's a bit of a pun because it is a step ladder and we're talking about stepping up. So we don't want to sort of stay on the the entry level. We want to sort of step up a level and and get into the the next part of management or or whatever that that might be. And um, why is that? Why would we want to better ourselves or, I mean, Let's, let's be honest, you don't sort of go to work and get in the lift and talk to, hey, Charlie, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm going for an interview to get demoted. Um, you know, I'm really hoping that I go down a level and you know, they're, they're wanting to be promoted, right? They want to go for this job interview to, get, to go up. Why might be some of those reasons? Well, obviously, you know, the, it, pay rise comes with a, with a promotion. Maybe there's this desire to have position and authority, you like that idea um, in, the, in the job space. Perhaps you're someone who wants to, to exercise power and with, with that position comes more power. Maybe there's a sense of, of freedom that, that, that a, a job promotion might offer, uh, more independence and being able to use your time the way that you want to use it rather than being dictated to. Here's one for the corporate world. You want more light, you want that corner office. If you've ever seen the, the TV show Suits, it's often about like getting a promotion in order to take the person's office because it's got a better view. Um, maybe there's a, a sense of job security. You, you want to feel safe and as, as, as if your future is secure or just simply a better quality of life. We all desire to have this feeling of stepping up in the world. Not many of us desire to step down. And I want to read to you a passage that isn't normally read at Christmas time, but it's, I think it's a wonderful Christmas passage. It's found in Philippians 2. It says that Jesus Christ, who being in the very nature of God, in other words, he had the best position. 
He had the most power. He had the authority. And he was there in the ultimate place. But he didn't consider this equality. He didn't, he didn't consider this level. He didn't consider this level of being something to cling on to, something to grasp, something to make as his own. He could have been there in heaven as the prince of heaven and said, you know what, this is mine and I'm going to be here and this is, this is what I deserve. He didn't consider it something to cling on to, to grasp. And it says this amazing thing. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges by taking on the very nature of a servant. He stepped down. He got demoted and being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death even death on a cross. You see, all the things that we desire and hope for and strive after, Jesus had. He had all the riches of heaven, and yet he chose to step down into poverty. He had the highest position of honour, and yet he chose to step down to become a servant. He had all power and authority And yet he came in the weakness of a little baby. He had complete freedom. He was the creator of all the world. And yet he came into a restricted world where he was dependent upon his mother to feed him and shelter and things like that. He was the light of the world and he broke through into our darkness. He had the ultimate position of security And yet he stepped down to become a helpless baby. That was a risky thing to do. And he had the ultimate life. And he stepped down into this world and becoming human being, even to death on a cross. Now, that is what Jesus did for us at Christmas time, and that's what we celebrate in terms of what we call the incarnation, God becoming man. And we can declare that and we can celebrate that, but why? Why would God do that? Why would anyone choose to step down? Why would anyone choose to empty themselves of what they had There must be a reward at the end. There must be a reason. There must be a purpose behind doing this. In 2 Corinthians, Paul says, You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes became poor. Did you catch that? For your sakes, he became poor. For you, Jesus did this. For love, Jesus came down. For for the chance to have you in his family, for the chance to adopt you and to have you in relationship with him was worth stepping down. For your sake, he came into the world. For your sake, though he was rich, he became poor. So that by his poverty, 
you might become rich. That is the beautiful thing about what Jesus did for us. Not only did he step down, but because of what he did for us, he lifts us up. And the things that we strive for, the things that we hunger for, the things that we go after, he simply gives us and allows us to receive. And so we desire, we are sitting there and we're, we're bound in sin and yet he gives us his freedom. We are hurting and, and hurt, but he gives us uh, his healing. We are, are lost and alone, and he makes us found. We, we are, you know, there's this sense of he gives us what we don't have. Security, love, purpose, power, forgiveness, joy, hope, all those things are now ours because of Christmas Day. And so therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And so I just want to share with you this morning, as you come here on this Christmas day, what is your attitude to Jesus? Do you come to, to sing songs, to, to um, do what is traditional? Or do you come just like the angels and just like the magi and just like the shepherds? When they saw this Jesus, they bowed down and worshipped him because Jesus stepped down into our world in order that he might raise us up. All glory to Jesus for what he did to us. I invite the music team. Sorry. Do you long for hope? Do you long for joy? Do you long for that sense of peace? that Jesus came to offer by stepping down into our world and being obedient even to death on a cross in order that we might have all the things that we long for, that he might fulfill that aching in our heart that we even in our jobs strive to achieve. Jesus did this for your sake. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you and he desires for you to love him back. So we're going to sing a song right now and I encourage you, no matter where you are, no matter what your year's been like, that you would worship this Jesus with us as we come and we thank him for stepping down, for being the the king of glory to the cradle in the dirt. Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand Let us worship this wonderful Jesus.